Hey, you watch any new Khan movies lately? Oh man, I saw I saw this really cool one just the other day. Is it recent uh, by any chance? No, it's like twenty three years old. Is it the year twenty twenty three? Is what, that when we're going to release this episode? <laughs> it might be. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're doing this because of like a curse that Shah Rukh Khan put on us. Hello and welcome to another episode of Raju Bunga Podcast. It's me, Podcast. And it's me, Raju. And um, and forever, yours, Raju. Love, Hema. <laughs> <laughs> By chance, if there's like somebody who just started listening to our podcast and we listened to like Why? episode four. <laughs> no, and, like They listened to episode four. They started binging the podcast from the beginning. I don't know why they would do that. They just laughed at that joke. They're like, lols, that's a great joke from episode four. That was like three years ago. Oh, no, it was more than three years ago. Was it really? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Man. Yeah. We started recording the podcast when Aiden was like a year and a half old. And now he's graduating high school. (laughs) He's five and a half now. We're back, guys. Yeah, we are. We're doing this. We did. Uh, we, I mean, the streets were clamoring. All I heard everywhere I went was about, where did Raju Bungea podcast go? Where are Raju? Where is podcast? And, you know, we had to listen to the fans. We had to get the band back together. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And here it is. And here it is. The reunion tour. That's <laughs> what we're going to call this this uh, series. Is gonna be the reunion tour. We're gonna to be a little rusty, just like uh like an aging rock band. Like like if Chumbawamba got back together, that's what this is. Yeah, but guess what? They get knocked down, they get back up again. That's right. And you're never gonna keep them down. Literally, that is what they do. So um if you're tuning in for the first time, um and you're wondering oh, what the fuck's going on. i'm keeping it um Mm. we're watching shara khan's filmography and we're talking about it and in the year 2015 we decided to start this and it's been five whole years almost hey yeah but we took um, a a short hiatus of three years (laughs) yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know what, guys? There's a lot of movies, okay? And at some point, we said, how much more of this shit can I take, man? And then um, we took a break. And then I basically was bored one day. And I was on Netflix. And I was, like, scrolling through Shah Khan's movies because, like, all of them are on Netflix now. And I started watching some of this. And I was like, hey, this isn't a bad movie. And then I was like, I'm going to watch the whole thing. And here we are. 2000s. Pirbi Dilhe Hindustani, brought to you by Dreams Unlimited. Dreams with a Z. Dreams with a Z. Because <laughs> that was cool. That is cool. Yeah. It's not. It's cool. It, well, you know what? It's definitely early 2000s cool. It is frosted eyeshadow cool. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I like it. That was like the, but they only kept Dreams Unlimited for like 
five days, right? If, I don't think they've made any other movies under that title. Yeah, so Red Chili's Entertainment is the is the company now, I believe. Yes. So this is Shah Khan Jui Jabla's uh, production company. Is Jui Jabla yeah, still well, involved with it? Yeah. No. 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 So it, it was originally Shah Khan Jui Jabla and Aziz Mirza. Aziz Mirza made Raju Benga Gentleman and Yes Boss, and um, this movie. this movie, yeah, and Chalte Chalte, which is a, another now? good movie. What's he doing now? Let's see. Wikipedia, the source of truth. It Nothing. looks like he hasn't made a movie in, yeah, in 12 years. He made a movie called Gismuth Connection. Connection spelled with a K, obviously. Standard spelling. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're putting Z in dreams, then what can't <laughs> you do? So this is a movie from the early 2000s. It's about the fake news media. That's what it's about. Oof. It's like it's like Bollywood's bombshell. The movie. I was going to say. Oh my god. Who do you we think Charlie's? Charlie. <laughs> Who do you think Charlie is? Do you think he's Charlie's or do you think he's more of a Nicole? I think he's Roger Ailes. <laughs> uh, um so should we talk a little bit about the movie? Do you want me to recap it real quick? Give yeah, it a let's, let's high level plot point. It. Okay. So Sharhan is a newscaster. We'll say he works for Fox News. And Juhi Chabla is TTV. A- KTV, but T K- is spelled K-T-V. with K KTV, but T is spelled like T T E T E A. Yeah, so like that's Jai. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Because the guy who started it used to own a Jai stand. Oh wow! Yeah, his name was Gaka. I didn't and know. And Gaka owned a Jai stand, and he. You know what? This is too much detail. Nobody cares about this about the movie. I mean, maybe you do. I don't know. Yeah, this is this is the good stuff. This is the meat. Is it? It's yeah. not. Okay. So Sharhan will say works for Fox News, and then Jui Javel will say uh, works for CNN. And basically, it shows I'm gonna say how. MSNBC. Sure. I'm going to say, what does uh, Alex Jones do? She works for him. <laughs> Infowars. Yeah, she's an Infowars person. No, she's not. Yeah. She's in like a reputable. You're saying InfoWars isn't reputable? <laughs> it's trouble. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, no. It's that. It's basically like, yeah, it's just, just a movie about how, you know, media is uh, all they care about is money and politicians only care about power. And so it just shows these like rival newscasters and um, how they work alongside different politicians to get them more power and. You know how the media is in politicians' hands, or politicians are in media hand, and it's all about that kind of stuff. But within it is a uh, rich text about how, at the end of the day, if the people really got together and they stopped listening to politicians and they stopped listening to the news, you know, they could overcome all of like the uh, all the societal ills. Yeah, and it's about what is patriotism and whose heart is Indian and all, all sorts of other things like that. And Shah Rukh Khan's, um, I don't know, dating life is touched upon there. And yeah, it's, <laughs> yes. it's yeah. Uh, there's oh, a lot. Uh, cultural appropriation. There's conversations oh. about that. There's a whole stretch <laughs> of racism mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in it. In it, there's a there's a commentary about sponsorships and how 
you oh, know, yeah, that was, that if they could put good. money on anything, if they could put a, lo- a label on anything to make some money, you know, companies will do that. So, so anyway, Shah Khan is a, is a news anchor. Drew Jell was another one and they are kind of working with different politicians. And along the way, there's hijinks between them. There's some will they, won't they rom-com action. And as usual, like any other Shah Khan movie, it's just a lot of shit crammed into one movie. Yeah. And like, my thought about this movie was it actually would be great if somebody made a non-comedy – like it, I wish that somebody made either a non-comedy version of it where it was totally serious or I wish that somebody made like a fully Anchorman version of it where it's totally bonkers. The right. problem with this movie, like a lot of movies from the 90s and 2000s and just Shah Khan's movies in general – is that they're just trying to touch on every single type of genre of like movies. Yeah. They're like, it's a romantic comedy. It's serious. There's a thriller piece. It's action adventure. It's too much. And the weird thing is that they switch between those mid movie. Like, I, I feel like I would forgive it more if it was like, it starts out as a comedy and then it gets serious and that's fine. Like that I've seen that before, but yeah. then but this one will just like throw on the brakes and yeah, you're like, wait serious. a minute, yeah, it's it get really dark. It get really dark, and then they'll go guys, and there's act, a rape like, plot in this movie. Yeah, I mean this is this is it's not okay. Nineties Bollywood. This there's a yeah. rape plot in every Hashtag single trigger Bollywood. warning, Shah Khan. What happened? Jesus, yeah, that's it. Did remind me of one of my favorite um, Hindi words. Not, not my favorite act. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Is it really? Is that my lot to say that anymore? It's been a while since we've podcasted, and I'm like, I, I don't think I'm allowed to, to say, say those things anymore. I, I don't think I can say, say that my favorite word is bulletkar. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But <laughs> it's also uh we like it sounds like somebody's name. Yeah, and also I grew up hearing it so much in in like in Indian movies that it kind of desensitized the term, Mm. which might explain a lot of the problems of like how women are treated in South Asia. Oh wow! Are we too woke for this podcast now? (laughs) I think we. I don't know. I think we should get. I think we should regress. You know. I think we should be less woke. Okay, so what did you think about this movie? What did I think about this movie? I thought it was, I mean, I don't know. It didn't really, it wasn't bad, but it didn't really generate any kind of emotions for me, you know? Like, it was very forgettable. But I do appreciate the plot, and I feel like it's pretty relevant today. Um, Mm -hmm. I... I had a problem with the tonal shifts that they would make uh, randomly, mm-hmm. but I thought it was okay. It was pretty down the middle. It, it's considered like Rashad Khan considers it like his biggest failure, and he's made some yeah. real pretty movies. So I don't understand and that's how that shocking to me. I think he probably yeah. considered it, it considers it a failure because it's like his first first production. I think is probably yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah. Um he he was shahrukhaning all over the place. He was doing that. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Cool, man. He's cool got, he had a hand gesture. He's, got a, yeah, he's yeah. got a hand gesture. Um I vaguely remember my cousins doing that hand gesture. Oh uh, no, like, I'm sorry. Ironically. 
Yeah, he was doing that that cool guy Shah Khan thing in the first like 40 minutes of the movie and then he got real serious and he did the face shaking uh, a lot of face intense, shaking sweaty Shahrukh Khan towards the getting end getting his where, ass like, beat yeah his eyes are like bloodshot <laughs> and his hair is floppy he wore some see-through shirts too that would make me yeah yeah there was a, a song sequence where his nipples were a showing exposed but exposed. I, you know what you know what? This is going to be a theme in the 2000s. I think there's multiple movies in the 2000s where he's wearing a see-through shirt. A, a see-through. Yeah, that's. I what can't movie wait. Was that? Uh, Om Shanti Om. All right. So what's that? 2042 is the one we're going to record that episode. <laughs> wait, Shah Khan filmography tab is open for me, and that movie is going to come to you in the year 2007. So we've got oh a fuck ton of movies to go before <laughs> that. <laughs> By the way, this movie is classified as a dramedy. I think that's a fair classification. Yeah. But it doesn't it's really. Definitely... I mean, it's not like it's not comedic <laughs> elements in a drama. It's more like a comedy movie smashed into a drama movie. <laughs> a really like, serious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's commentary about the justice system, police brutality. Did we talk about the politics? Plot? Huh? Did we talk about the plot? Did you talk about Paris Raul being a terrorist? I like mean, I don't think we talked about like No, we we did it. You're right. But I don't know. Do we right. want to go into that? Let me run through it real quick and then you correct okay, cool, me cool, on cool, the cool, stuff cool, that cool, I got cool. wrong because I was cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Shahrukh Khan, Joey Chabla, a competing newscasters. We already know that part. Uh Shahrukh Khan's TV channel is with the chief minister, and then Joey Chabla's is with the opposition, and they're versing each other. And then at the opposition guys. Uh, what's his name? The real uh, skeezy uh, casting couch actor guy. Oh, um, you mean Shakti uh, Kapoor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go go, crime master. Shakti Go-Go. Kapoor, go crime master. Go go himself is the opposition guy, and at one of his rallies, uh, his brother-in-law gets assassinated. Oh no! By Paresh Rawal, who's wearing a who's got a killer beard. Um. And I love his whole look, by the way. His entire thing is great. He's, He's probably the, the best, best part character. Of the movie. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and then so he kills uh this guy, and then they kind of move away from that for a long time. And Joey Jabla and Shah Khan flirt for like forty minutes, and then well, wait, pause. But while after the after that murder happens, they basically show how like the politicians use that to fuel their own, you know, agendas. And they make sure that the city like fights with each other. Yeah. And they have like the police officers, you know, saying, Hey, release a statement that the killer is from the other party and all that stuff. Yeah. Right? They're real um, motherfuckers. Real dirty, Go on. Real dirty yeah, business poli- yeah. politics. And I'm yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah. getting out of it. Um, You're in politics. <laughs> yeah. I'm running for lots of offices, all of mm-hmm. the offices. Office Max, Office Depot, <laughs> the office. Um, and then, so yeah, so they do all this dirty politicking. Somehow, Paresh Rawal escapes in Shah Rukh Khan and Juhi Chabla's car, and they end up face-to-face with this terrorist. Uh, and they hear Paresh Rawal's story, which was? Paresh Rawal had a nice little daughter. He had a, a nice really young daughter. Family. Real happy. Okay, by the way, a little unsettling to see Paris Travel in like a dad role where he's like not a motherfucker. 
Like he's, he's just like there's like a menace to him when he was like a dad. Like he was gonna be. He his was family. so he was like too too nice. I was like, right? oh, this guy's cr-. like I was worried because where the story was gonna go because I just am not. I've never seen him as like a loving father. <laughs> he's always like a piece of shit. So like that was confused, huh? In real life, is British is he a dad? father? Yeah, I don't know. You Google that for me right now okay. while I while I tell everybody the story of Grey Travel. <laughs> I mean, we can get anybody. I hope that we can at least get Barry Travel's children on the pod. <laughs> so, anyway, Barry Travel's a dad. It's like him and his wife and his daughter. He's got this nice daughter, and um, he works for the guy who gets murdered. Uh, who he murders, Mohan Joshi is his name. So he worked for him, and. He's like, oh, you know, my daughter just finished college. And um, this guy, Mohan Joshi, said, bring your daughter over for an interview. And so he happily brings his daughter to Mohan Joshi's house for an interview where his daughter gets uh, raped. And they basically show that, like, once he finds out that his his daughter was, you know, sexually assaulted by this guy, he starts to go around and, like, use you know go and report it to the police and the police are like there's no proof and then they go and report it to like a cop or they go to like a lawyer and the lawyer's like you should just get your daughter married and then they go to the doctor and the doctor's like yeah that guy was really like it was a weird shit. like it seemed like Bray Charles just bumped into a guy in like a black coat and was like <laughs> so this happened and what should the I do the lawyer was like I'm on my break first of <laughs> yeah. all okay so and then, like, they go, he goes to the doctor and he's like, Hey, doc, can you at least file a report for me that, like, you know, the girl got raped? And he's like, Well, I just assumed that it was rape. So, anyway, basically, it shows that no matter which avenue he chose, you know, the way that society worked and the way that the system is rigged uh, was not in his and his wife and his daughter's favor. And so they just show, like, his daughter dry- dies of trauma. Yeah. And um, it's not until. One day, Barry Shravel is, you know, going in, uh, walking around, and he sees a big rally, and he sees this, the guy who raped his daughter standing there on stage. So he has, uh, he pulls out the trigger, and he's like, "I couldn't help myself, and I shot him dead." And so Sharhan and Juhi Chavla hear this confession, and they record it because they're reporters. And um, they record it on Juhi Chavla's secret uh camcorder purse which is mostly camcorder and less purse it's basically a camcorder yeah at one point they basically show (laughs) at one point they basically show her holding it on her shoulder like one of those camcorders from like 1984 so they they get this you know confession or whatever and they're like you know what we're we're uh journalists and we're gonna get this statement out so when they go to their bosses uh, Juhi Jabla and Charhan, their bosses are like, "All right, cool. We're gonna work together, and we're gonna get the truth out." But it turns out that they like money more than mm. the truth, and so they're mm. back into the pockets of the uh, of the politicians. The politicians find the tape, they destroy it. It's a whole thing, or they say they're gonna destroy it, and it's a whole thing. And so Charhan and Juhi Jabla. Really, basically, they keep trying to go to different um, news sources and try to get the story out. And nobody is willing to listen to them because they're like, look, if I go up against this politician, if that politician wins, my business is going to get shut down, which is real fucked up. And I was watching this and I said to myself, hey, you know what would solve all this? YouTube. <laughs> yeah, but that's it was a good 2000. Point. 
but it was early 2000s and they didn't have no YouTube. <laughs> That's so, a really good point. The internet would have solved this entire problem. They wouldn't have yeah, even had their headlong, Get that like, confession out on TikTok. You're good. Wow. So, so basically, uh, you know, because the media now has teamed up with the politicians, the politicians are like, they get, they're going to find him, they catch him, and they're like, we're going to we're gonna execute him. And then the media people are like, hey, how about we do the execution on TV and make some more money? And this is where the whole, like, commentary on money and sponsorship and media marketing comes up and how, like, we're all, like, consumerism. So this part is kind of hilarious. They... <laughs> They're now putting sponsors on the execution that they're going to air on TV. So there's like really, really funny ads. And they just <laughs> like, do it in the background, which it's I. It's so uh, funny. The posse like, ad. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, they're selling soap with. Um, <laughs> that was the that was the one, right? It's like as black as like the criminal justice system or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then there's another one that that says. It says wear posse, eat posse, and then it says but drink Pepsi. I was like, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and then like the guy's gonna get who's gonna get executed, his uh the shirt that he's gonna wear has like patches, yeah, like different sponsors on it, like you know, like a cricketer would. So that so like there's parts of that that are so funny. But basically at the end, what ends up happening is that um Shahan um I mean uh, basically takes over a news station like he takes them hostage yeah and then he plays the tape they find the tape and he he does another interview and he he puts it on and everybody who's tuned in to see the execution instead sees the confession and then he tells the people to walk down to the jail and to protest this hanging and then you know it's just a lot of like cheesy Shah Khan stuff like he gets his ass kicked and then somebody throws him an Indian flag and he catches it. Yeah, and that powers him up. Yeah, he's like, exactly. And then they all march down. And then, like, literally as the guy's about to be hung, Shahan catches him in his yeah. glitty. <laughs> and then everybody, before he's even, like, on the the platform, like, Brejrao is still, like, rope around the neck hanging off of this thing. And everybody's, like, celebrating. Yeah, yeah. Give the guy a break. Get him a glass yeah. of water. And then, and then everybody takes turns giving a speech at the end. Yeah, they do. This movie ended. It took forty minutes to end. Like, yeah, it did. It was like a goodbye at a davat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody put their shoes on and <laughs> hung around <coughs> at the doorway. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, so like, there's a lot of that kind of cheesiness. But do you want to? Okay, what do you think the uh, what do you think the tagline is for this movie? I want you to guess it. Uh, love finds a way. Oh, so close. Love, laughter, freedom. Whoa. <laughs> it's like Braveheart meets Home Goods. I like <laughs> Love, laughter, freedom. There, was, there wasn't that much love or laughter in this movie, I don't feel like. There was a ton of love and laughter. What are you talking about? Which movie There's an watch? entire song where Sharkhan is wearing a see-through, not just a see-through shirt, it's a button-down see-through shirt, so it's yeah. formal wear. Uh, also, you forgot to mention in the recap that uh, Johnny Lever was in it. That was about it. Like, He's I actually don't... important in it. Not, I mean, your recap just kind of proves that he wasn't. 
<laughs> well, like, how he did kind they... of existed as a <laughs> plot device, but they like when they needed something to happen, they were like, "All right, well, let's get Johnny Lieber to do it." Yeah, Johnny yeah, Lieber yeah, yeah. two thousand. There's a whole scene in the movie where Shao Han and Jui Chavla get in Asian face. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was something. That yeah. also had to do with uh, Johnny Lieber. They all they. I mean, this is this is like right after he tells them about his daughter's rape and murder, and yeah. they they decided that this was an appropriate time to uh, pretend like they were Chinese. Um, I mean, it was 2000. It's not like... Oh, yeah. This is perfectly fine in the early yeah, this 2000s. Is absolutely, this was the wokest I mean, movie of 20 years. Exactly. This is the wokest movie that India has ever made yeah. until the two th- until the year 2000. Well, no. They'll say like, it was definitely more woke than this movie. But... Like, do they still... I, I mean, this is a pretty... They go hard at their politicians in movies in India, which yeah, I feel like uh, today with like all the Modi stuff, would they still make a movie like this? Well, it's funny you bring that up because I believe that Bollywood's been fairly quiet while all this stuff is going on. Yeah, they don't talk about nothing. No. And they're actually like, I don't know. It's like the opposite of over here, right? Like if you are a Trump supporter in Hollywood, you probably are going to get canceled. And so you can't talk about it, but yeah, over there, if you're not pro Modi, then nobody's going to want to watch your movies. It's been really interesting. Cause like everybody I work with is Indian and it's funny to hear them talk about it. Kind of like you hear Indians kind of communicating with each other and you can get the sense that, you know, the way we kind of try to figure out if a white person's a Trump supporter. Yeah. You could see like the conversation happening between Indians where you're like trying to, they're trying to flush out like where, like, so where the Kashmir, person huh? stands. How yeah. about it? Hmm. Yeah. But like most of the people I work with are like, fuck that guy, Modi. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, good. I, I feel like uh, a lot of people that I know are like, yeah, he's got his flaws, but like you, he's good for the country. Yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. And, I mean, uh, I always say this, that like if my parents, if if it wasn't for 9-11, most of my parents would probably have voted for Trump. True. Because like my parents are total, total racist jerk faces. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they're, ra- they're not racist. Like, you know, though they're nice. They're nice to everybody is I guess right. what you could say. Right. But, um, but like but my mom, like, you know, during like the debates and stuff. You don't want to hear what she has to say about Mayor Pete. It's not nice. Like, people worry about, like, Karens, right? Like, white ladies named Karen who are, like, so racist and stuff. Like, mm-mm. You don't want to know about aunties. Yeah. I mean, that's a secret, though. We don't tell people that. That way we can still get mad at uh, white ladies for voting for Trump, you know? <laughs> like, we got to yeah. keep something close to the vest. Yeah. I just outed us. Yeah, you did. Now no, everybody knows this podcast. It's everybody fine. knows. Everybody <laughs> listens to this. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I, what do you rate this movie? What do I rate this? What's the scale? Negative five to five. Negative five to five. We're doing it. Um, I would give this. Whew, all right. So we're saying five is the best. 
Mm-hmm. And negative five is the worst. Handy. And so if something were to get a five, that would be a really good movie. Yes, correct. You're the one that came up with this rating, man. Okay. Well, um, I'm a little rusty on the whole rating thing, but I think I'm going to give this one a... Do you know how numbers work? I'm going to give it a zero. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It just was. That's what my gravestone is going to say. <laughs> <laughs> he did nothing of significance. He just yeah. was. He existed. So So that's, that's something. something. <laughs> <laughs> that's my obituary in the New York Times. In the New York Times? Yeah. You would think that somebody that did something would get one in the New York Times, but no. They're going to give me one. Okay. Um. I would give it a um I would give it a one. I like the music. Like that's a pretty solid uh patriotic song. It is. I, for sure. I think that I mean, I feel like I can't say this, but I'm gonna say it. I think it's better than Dil Dil Pakistan. Ooh, that's offensive to me. <laughs> I know it's offensive to everybody, and I feel bad saying it. But the truth is that, like, the lyrical content is just better on that one. Like, they talk about like morals. And I mean, Dildil because Pakistan it's like is, a Bollywood song, and Dildo Pakistan yeah. is just like a Dildo Pakistan is a bop. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, it's great. It's like something I throw on at the club, but I wouldn't. I you know I might not do that for Pirvi Dil Hindustani, but uh, you know I I feel like. That one would make me feel more proud if I was Indian, which I'm not. But if I were. Yeah. But um, I like the music. I think there's certain scenes from it that can be, like, watched separately. And I would, like, still get a good laugh out of it, you know? Yeah. And I do, I do think that, like, obviously there's, like, very cringy Shah Khan parts to it. But... When he acts like like there's certain seats where he does act well, like he's entertaining, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, so what I do you think, rate Shah Rukh Khan in this movie? Um, I'm gonna give him a zero. I've okay. I've seen better Shah Rukh Khan performances, and he does kind of like the stereotypical stuff, which is fine. But I thought Paris Rawl was the best part of the movie, and his uh, the only thing that was like like emotionally affecting was when he and his wife were in the jail cell or the prison cell before his execution mm-hmm. like i felt like that was like a real scene also i want to comment on uh his wife's acting because it seems like she got acting lessons from like a puppy i don't think she's <laughs> travels british travels wife yeah in the movie saddest she, lady in the world she didn't uh, she didn't say anything at all yeah, i don't think she just whimpered like a dog and she just whimpered the entire time or if she was happy she was just like smile with her like wag her tongue and yeah. it was uh you know she's been in stuff like that lady's at worked before i don't know why they decided not to let her talk at all but you know shout outs to her uh yeah. but yeah i mean it was fine i i thought Julie java was better than Shah Rukh khan was yeah 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 but i was I gonna say she looked great she looked great is Julie java hot that's such a good question. You know what? It's like asking, is Reese Witherspoon hot? Mm-hmm. That is a good question. I guess it's situational. 
but she's not like always like she's very attractive. Yeah, I think she's beautiful. But it's not like like when I was when I was a younger man. Uh you know <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm about to open up. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, don't ever right, do well, that. Uh let's keep it moving. I'm just yeah. saying. I, just I mean, she's I always just... been like the pretty girl, right? She's like the girl next door. What do we say, Julie Chavla? Well, Julie Chavla reminds me of um, Julia Louis Dreyfus. No, only because they both sometimes have curly hair. Mm, okay, well, that's the only they because have... they both breathe, and they both like... are good comedic actresses. Yeah, but I mean, that's no, that's that's. Julie Chavez great, but she's no Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I know. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is queen. Okay. So, uh, great movie, the end. Next movie that we're going to watch hey. is a movie called Josh. Oh, no Have way. Have you seen Josh? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. That movie is really bad. I saw it on ZTV in Chicago uh, when I was just a young a young boy. A young chap. A young chap. Um, that'll be fun. Let's watch that movie. I really we want record, to. We should record again. Yes, I would like to. Okay. Is that on Netflix? That'll make it a lot easier. Let's see. That's fine. We'll find it. We always do. That's Rajwan Podcast. Bollywood Hunters. Would you boycott <laughs> Bollywood? Wait, what? Would you boycott Bollywood if like Modi got real uh flagrant with his I don't know racism I guess I mean that's a good question would I boycott Bollywood I don't know if I'm necessarily supporting current Bollywood to like really boycott it I mean but they're still getting paid off of our Netflix views and stuff and plus you know there's like a a uh, yeah, but like we're the only oh. people on Netflix watching that. <laughs> that is true, but still, yeah. there's a moral component to it. Is there? I think so. Yeah, just because like your individual, uh, you know, contribution to Bollywood is very small. If you know, collectively, we all decide, hey, Bollywood actors need to speak up and not allow you know this xenophobic bullshit to happen then that could have an effect i'm just saying that i think it's a conversation worth having especially because all these bollywood actors like go and like take photo ops with modi and like do the whole thing yeah they're really up on his dick like he's uh very what like his history is terrible they call him the butcher of gujarat like he wasn't Ooh. allowed in the country for a long time until he was yeah. president. He was on a he was banned from coming to the United States. Yeah, he's a war criminal. Yeah, and it wasn't even war, so he's just a criminal. Yeah, just a criminal. He's just a monster. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess yeah. I again, I don't think I know enough about the situation to like really have a stance on it. And then I, I guess like in terms of like a boycott. Basically, are you saying that if Modi gets super racist, we're going to have to stop recording again? <laughs> so that's the uh, that's the silver lining. To, yeah. <laughs> is that what you're asking? Yeah, so we'll never have to watch a Shahrukhan movie again. No, uh, no, I'm just it's just something that I was thinking about uh, a few months ago because yeah, um, 
I just wonder. I think that like when he did the Kashmir stuff and it's still going on, like yeah. and now he's got this citizenship bill where you have to prove your citizenship and then that plus like this like refugee amendment situation where they're like, we'll take refugees that are non-Muslim from other countries. Like it's all very specifically targeted against Muslims. You know, if he continues to go down this path and it gets like really flagrant and he just won this election. So he's got like a mandate. So the, the population is behind him. Yeah. You know, I, I just feel like, uh, for people watching it on the outside, and seeing like you know Shah Rukh Khan and all these actors like shaking hands with Modi and like he's he's coming to like the film fair awards and doing all this stuff and and nobody's critical of him and they're just trying to protect themselves or whatever it is it's you know like I I don't know I think I mean it's kind that- of bonkers right that Shah Rukh Khan made this movie and then now he's just like fuck it yeah it's crazy it was just a movie crazy. and like. <clears throat> Yeah, the, the the fact that there's so, uh, everybody in Bollywood is like so afraid of speaking out, even if I mean I have to imagine that some of them are pretty liberal, right? Like I mean, yeah. it, it, you're an artist, you're international, right? Like you travel the world. You, I I, I don't know. It just seems. Doesn't Priyanka Chopra love Modi? <laughs> yeah, she does. She comes from like a military family, and she like. You know, when India, oh, while we were gone, India and Pakistan almost had a war. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So let's, uh, yeah, we're done. Hey, we're done with, um, we're done with, uh, this part of the podcast where we talk about Shah Rukh Khan's movies. Let's talk a little bit about Bollywood news and catch you up to things that happened over the last, um, 45 years when we didn't record. Yeah. But we'll make um, it a lightning round because I, there's a lot that happened. Is there a lot that a, happened? There is a lot to uncover. All right, let me know. Let me know what happened. Let's start with okay. the war. <laughs> yeah. Pakistan and India almost went to war, and it was real dicey there for a little while. Yeah. They shot down a pilot in India or in Pakistan, and then we handed him back. We, I'm not Pakistan. I mean, like, look, I got a blue passport. I was born and raised in the state. <laughs> I don't want nobody coming for me. Look, you know, I love my country, USA, USA. Um, so the Pakistanis handed back the pilot. <laughs> Uh, who had a killer mustache, and he likes Jeff. <laughs> then that about covers that war. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm really bad with um, South South Asian politics. Oh, yeah. I find it's, it fascinating. But in entertainment news, um, Shah Khan had a was on an American television show with David Letterman. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what was it called? It was <laughs> my next well, guest. So, is. Yeah, my next guest needs no introduction. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and so he, yeah, so Shah Khan got his own special with David Letterman. And guess what? My husband went to it. Oh, no. He, he went to the taping? Yeah, Fahad went to the taping. Oh. Yeah. What he was said his takeaway? He said, okay, his, his takeaway was, was Shah Khan is delightful. Oh. <laughs> and Desi people are the worst. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so he said like there were women in the like aunties and their daughters in the crowd, like at the studio, that he was like they were so annoying. Like the girls were like so thirsty for him. And he was like the thing that was really annoying was that, you know, anything that Charhan would say, any comment that he would make, everybody would just like clap 
for like 15 minutes after. Ugh. And he's like, and it kind of got annoying because like David Letterman was obviously like trying to get through the interview. And like everybody was just like so hyped about Charhan, like every other thing he said, they just got like really, uh, Mm. really excited and they were like a little annoying there so he said but he was like yeah Sharhan, like everything about like he's just very funny and he he was actually like very you know how we talk a lot about how his movies are shit and especially yeah. like the last few that we watched like fan and race and then there was a one that came out recently that i did not watch where he plays a dwarf yeah. um called zero so like he talked about how he actually is going through a slump and so he's taking a break from making movies because oh, he's like, maybe, idea. yeah, he was like, maybe I should, I should take a break for a little while. So now he's like being a dad because oh, nice. he's got like a kid, um, a little kid. And so he's like really enjoying that part of it. Um, but yeah, I did not watch the Netflix special because uh, contrary to this popular podcast, I don't really care to watch our own content. <laughs> I was interested in it, but uh, I just never got around to it. Yeah. Have you been busy? Uh, you know, a little bit, a little bit, just a few, just things around the old apartment. You know, I got a house plant. I'm trying to keep that thing alive. Uh, That's the really mean thing to call your wife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. She She's not a house plant. You got married. Somebody made an honest woman out of you. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? What are the chances? Yes, honestly. No, seriously. What were That's alarming. It, <laughs> Who would do this? I, when uh, people found out, they were <laughs> they were really surprised to the point where it got kind of offensive. Where I was like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, somebody. What, they're like, wait, you, who's getting you? Somebody I wants to I went to your wedding you. and it feels Who? like a fever dream. Yeah, it felt like a fever dream to me as well. <laughs> Some <laughs> parts of it were very much like... <laughs> Uh, kind of a nightmare, but you know, <laughs> that's a busy family. wedding for you. <laughs> family lulls. You know, somebody else got married. Somebody else got married. Who got married? Pinky Chops. Oh my God, that's right. You know Pinky what? Pinky Chops ties the knot with, with Hollywood heartthrob Nick Jonas. Can I bring something up real quick? Please do. This, this very podcast, this one. The one you're listening to right now mm-hmm. talked about Banky Jopes and Nick Jonas together at the Met Gala where she was dressed like Carmen Sandiego. Oh, we broke the story? We, I mean, I don't know if we, we, I don't know. <laughs> we didn't break the story. <laughs> the story was already out there. We just talked about it. Oh, wow. But it did happen. Yeah. You, you, in fact, it, it was, it was you who had brought it to my attention that uh, Binky Jopes had, in fact, um, gone to the Met Gala with um, Nicholas Jonas, and none the of youngest us, of the Joni. Of and- <laughs> none of us uh, thought that that would that would happen. But yeah. then he gave her the gift of the Joni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it will. And how confusing has it been? Okay, do you think weird. that they're really in love? Um, is Priyanka Chopra capable of love? Here's the thing. I think, I mean, I don't, I feel like we have to revisit our, uh, like, dislike of celebrities every few years, you know? Like, uh, why do you, why do we dislike 
What is it about Priyanka Chopra that we dislike so much? Because so, I think we both know, have it. Yeah. Um, I think she's a phony bitch. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Because any so here's my issue with Priyanka Chopra, and I brought it up before on the podcast. Okay, I saw Priyanka Chopra back in the day when like Dawn came out, and she was just getting popular. There was one of those Bollywood shows with like all of the Hans. It was like one of those stage shows where they yeah, it was like a massive one with Jar Han. Okay, and Priyanka Chopra was there, and it was in New York, and she talked about being from New York, and she talked like me and you. No way! Like her accent, her she had like a normal. New York like accent, accent? No like way. an American Daisy accent. Yeah. And so now when she goes on like fucking Jimmy Fallon and she's got that weird ass accent and I know that's like a really stupid petty thing for me to care about, but like, I just feel like it reminds me how inauthentic she is. Yeah. I think, uh, that's the inauthenticity is probably the main problem there is also she just- she's like a real tryhard. Hmm. Like, she mm-hmm. tried really hard to get into Hollywood. Like, so you know the whole thing that happened with Priyanka Chopra is that there were rumors that Priyanka Chopra and Shah Khan were, All like, right. together. Yeah. Pertinent to our podcast. I didn't I didn't take those rumors seriously. Um, There are people who said that, like, they were very out in the open. Like, it was very, it wasn't even really private that they were, like, hooking up. But... Mm. The whole <clears throat> the story goes that Priyanka Chopra and Sharhan were together and it wasn't really like hidden because Gari was like pretty open with it. And then Priyanka Chopra wanted him to leave his wife and marry her. And then there were even some rumors that they like secretly got engaged or something. Um, but basically Priyanka Chopra got like blacklisted out of Bollywood because of it. Because, you know, everybody loves Gauri Khan, Sharhan's right. wife. Um, she's like a producer on everything now. So she got blacklisted from Bollywood and then she left and she came to Hollywood and she sang that weird song for my city. (laughs) Was it like Thursday night football? Like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, and then like she had that, what is the show? Quantico? Yes. She had Quantico. And like, so she tried really hard to get into Hollywood. Right. And it didn't stick. And, like, then she married a Jonas, which is, you know, not really how you get into Hollywood, but, like, she's now, she's semi-relevant. But I feel like she's only semi-relevant because Joe Jonas married Sophie Turner. Like, if Joe Jonas had married a nobody, if he didn't marry Sansa Stark, would anybody care who Nick Jonas married? You know? Um, Arguably, people still don't care, and it's just us. Brown people. Yeah, it's definitely mostly they see people. Yeah. Because well, a lot I of white girls were mad. Right. A lot of white girls were mad because apparently Nick Jonas and Demi Lovato have like a thing and they're like best, best friends. And everybody thought that Nick and Demi would get back together. But Priyanka Chopra played spoiler. Yeah. Also, Brianca, I don't care about age. Like, I'm happy that Priyanka Chopra was able to snag a guy like 10 years younger than her. Because older guys marry younger girls all the time. Sure. Like, what's his face? But, Zach Braff is dating uh, Flo Pew. Yeah, Flo, Flo Pugh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's something I'm going to call her all the time. <laughs> Flo Pugh was really good in Little Women. I did not watch Little Women. Yeah, I did. 
I haven't watched any um, recent movies in Hollywood. I've actually watched uh, all but like two of the Best Picture nominees. I watched Frozen 2 and I cried. No, I have not seen Frozen 2. So that kind of tells you where my... Where... Mental state is? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, anyway, back to Bianca Joannist. I don't think that that's a real relationship. They were on the... Did you watch the Globes? I watched the Globes. <laughs> yeah, they presented together and she was so annoying. You think they'll last? I think they'll last. I think I hope they're... They I think that um, they're not going to last. I think it's about to. I think the run is over. At the Globes, they look like they were trying to make a point of like how in love they are. I mean, I think that's. I don't know. Maybe that's a that's the key to a healthy marriage. Who knows? Like pretend like you're in love, and then you're you'll fall in love. I should try that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, does your wife like Shah Khan? Um Oh, uh she is okay. She doesn't feel strongly about Shah Khan. I think she's more in the Salman Khan camp, but her favorite is Rithik Roshan and she's told me that she'll leave me for him. Oh, that's confusing. Yeah, yeah. I we don't should know have her she's on younger. Than guess. Oh. She's younger, so like they they just have a different relationship with Bollywood, like these kids. Um, These she's kids. not a child. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that this got weird. <laughs> no, no, she's an adult. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, Ritik Roshan is her. He's coming to Dallas for some like Bollywood show, and I'm pretty sure uh, she's gonna try to. You're gonna get roped into that. No, I don't think I. I think she doesn't want me to go so she can like make her move. So. <laughs> That's something now, what is how does she feel about the thumb? She said that she's okay with it. I bring it up all the time, and she she's like, it's fine. I don't. Have I don't you looked into getting a prosthetic thumb for yourself? Look, I'm just saying that it's. <laughs> I haven't not thought of it. My search history <laughs> is really weird. Um, that's interesting. Now we should have her as a guest for the Kush Kush Kabi Kushi Kabi pod because that's where they're both together. Yeah. 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 It would probably make me uncomfortable. She really <laughs> likes it. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, I think she likes his dancing. Oh, does she like Bollywood in general? Um, no. No, not particularly. I think she grew up watching Bollywood, same same as us. But uh, I don't know. I feel like she's sitting like right outside that door, and it feels weird to just be talking to, about her. Like, to be talking about your wife. Yeah, like, I do it about. Stuff? I talk about your wife all the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you want to keep my wife's name out of your mouth? Huh? How exciting that you get to say that now! It's weird. You know the weirdest is is when I when like I talk about like at work or something. I'm like, oh yeah, me and my wife are like, I'm going to Atlanta with my wife. Yeah, and, and everyone's like, like pin it. We get it. You got a wife now. Ugh, it's so weird. It is weird. Yeah, you'll get used to it. I don't. I don't think I will. I married almost for ten years. That's crazy. Disgusting. Yeah. I you remember it. being single? It's crazy how like quickly you forget being single. Yeah. 
Um, I was single for so long. Don't remember. Yeah, you're, you've only been married for like five seconds. What the hell? I know. Seriously. <laughs> you're acting like you've been married for like 20 years. Um, no, do I remember what it was like to be single? No, I don't. <sighs> but no, I mean, I've also, I've also been with my husband for over 10 years. So Ugh. I know. It's disgusting. You know, I feel like at some point everybody should just get a new spouse. <laughs> I think 10 you know years what? is the max. I uh, think that after my... 10 years, everybody should just be like, you know what? This was a good run. Let's see I what else to, is out there. Uh, like my, my Hala's 25th anniversary happened a few years ago. And um, I remember when we were going up to cut the cake and I said to my cousin, I feel like 25 years is too long. Like when people, when like the institution of marriage was... Mm-hmm created people live to be like 43 so you get like a solid like seven years with your spouse and then you die and i think that's really what it's supposed to be yeah well so me and me and my husband always talk about what we'll do if we get divorced like very openly we talk about it (laughs) that's cool (laughs) yeah and there's a there's actually a song from a shara khan movie that he said he'll play at our divorce proceedings. <laughs> What's the song? It's the theme song from the movie Chalte Chalte. Chalte Chalte also an Aziz Mirza Red Chili's entertainment vehicle. I w- I'm going to say that's co- that's probably the best Red Chili's entertainment um, a good one. movie. But yeah, you know, because it's a, every other Bollywood movie is about like people just falling in love and then getting married. And that's the one movie that's about like, you know what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real and so in that movie Shah Khan and his wife you know they end up having some marital problems and he's told me that he's gonna play that song in our divorce proceedings that's uh, heavy he's giving it some thought so. <clears throat> I'm gonna play Gasolina by Pitbull Gasolina. is that Pitbull? Was that Pitbull? no that no, wasn't that was Daddy Yankee Daddy Yankee <laughs> yeah Get your reggaeton right. Yeah. Uh, what would I play at mine? <laughs> hey, you just got married. You can't be oh. talking about that. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. your wife is going to be so mad. She's going to be like, first of all, you told everybody about my lust for Rithik. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. else happened? So, Kumail Nanjiani got cut up. You know, he's still, I, first of all, I respect it. I saw uh, an interview where somebody said that, I think his wife said that he he had corners now. Like his body was. <laughs> I was like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> yeah, his body has corner, like their corners, and then um, I mean, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. He's not a young man. I mean, like he's not old, but he's not. How old is he? Uh, I'm gonna say late thirties. Why don't you do a guess for me? Is that okay. it? Give me a real this number. Is going over, I'm gonna say thirty-eight years old. 41. 41. The answer is oh, well, 41. Hi. Boy. Yeah. Um I I respect it. I think uh people have said some shit about his abs not being even, which I think is fucked up cuz like But like whose abs are I don't think abs are supposed to be even. Yeah. Also like you can see his abs. Yeah, like also he has abs. Yeah. The why so, are we like, nitpicking? Yeah. Why let are we picking this, nits? This picture. Uh, let me uh, let me just go to my wallpaper, and there it is. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Aiden saw a picture, the picture, and he and he, said, he said, "Is that what I'm going to look like when I'm a grown up?" 
<laughs> not with not with his jeans. No. He was eating he was eating rice and quinoa at the time. <laughs> I'm like not with that diet, buddy. He's uh he's got like a V shape. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Very so you know vascular. what we all need to do so veins. well so there's a there's a new Marvel movie that's being made um yeah, for yeah, so he's in that. But there's another Marvel character, right? The 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 Daisy girl from like Jersey City. Oh yeah, yeah. Captain Captain Marvel. Miss Marvel. Oh cool. And um so they're casting like, you know, there's like open call- casting calls for like Daisy people. Oh, I should go. So I think uh, yeah, all you guys should go because if you are in a Marvel movie, you can get really 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 uh cut up. Mm. Unless, of course, you are, um, what's his face? John Favreau. Or Thanos. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Thanos got a, she's got, he's, he's a big old guy, but he's got a tight body. That's true. I'd, I'd smash. All right. Well, uh, so shout outs to Camille for losing weight and living a healthy lifestyle. And yeah. setting unrealistic expectations for brown people because I just didn't think that that was humanly possible for us to do. And now that he's done it, uh, makes me feel kind of shitty about myself. So I mean, it's not. Thanks. Yeah, it's not not humanly possible for us. No, it's not possible for us. Look at our genes. We're ninety percent Nehari. I mean, is it harder for us? Definitely, but I don't think Why? that it's impossible. <laughs> we don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, I think the diff- I think the problem is that we don't want to do it. The problem is like. I could, you know, stop eating garbage, but like Nehari is so good. True. So the next movie we're going to watch is the movie Joshin. By the way, I looked it up. It's available on YouTube for free. Oh, shit. <clears throat> so oh. that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you know, hey, Roger Wangaya podcast coming at you live and direct. Uh, that was episode 31. Sure. So Cool. We did it. We did. Where are we on social media? Are we has anybody been on our Twitter feed? <laughs> I think we're on MySpace. Cool, cool, we're cool, on MySpace. Cool, cool. We're on Friendster. Uh, I think we're at Raju Podcast on just about everything. Oh, um, that's right. That's right. We're at Raju I don't know Podcast. Who is going to be using that, but I mean, send us a note. I don't know. Rate and review. You know, do the whole thing. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, the SoundCloud, all that rate us review us give us five stars if you don't want to give us five stars don't rate us or review us yeah but if they i mean if we want their honest feedback no i don't want your honest feedback (laughs) yeah you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all thank you we're just trying to trying to do something here yeah all right so can't wait to do this again all right a good day sir how do we say how do we say bye i'm raju and I'm podcast. Bye-bye now. <laughs> <laughs> कभी नए पैकेट में बेचे तुमको चीज पुरानी फिर भी दिल है हिंदुस्तानी फिर भी दिल है हिंदुस्तानी